from digitiki.com. The truth of the matter is, I don't have the time or the money to go to Hawaii, so I've done the next best thing. I've come to Whittier, and I'm going to spend the whole morning inside this warehouse, because I've been told when you go in there, you are surrounded by Tiki. Welcome to the Quiet Village. Welcome back for another visit here at the Quiet Village. I'm your host, Digitiki, coming to you direct from digitiki.com, broadcasting from deep within the jungle heart of the Quiet Village. Once again, back here, got my Mai Tai. Uh, well, it's there. Trust me, I've got my Mai Tai with me. Fresh Mai Tai. And I have a... I don't want to say a happy show, but I, I, it's not sad. I guess you'd call it melancholy. And the reason for that is because of that opener. And that opener was from one of my favorite hosts in Los Angeles who used to do show. He used to do two shows. One was called California's Gold. The other one was called Visiting with Huell Hauser. And uh, he did all of these things around the state of California, and then he and the visiting show was all about L.A. and he and he went to Oceanic Arts in one of those episodes. And the reason I played that was because the news just broke not quite a week before I recorded this that Oceanic Arts is closed, and that's very sad. I mean. It, Technically, they're still open, but they are open only for um, professional builders, contractors, uh, uh, set designers, that sort of thing. Only for industry pros. They have closed to the public. And for those of you that don't know what Oceanic Arts is, it is basically like the Costco of tiki stuff. Uh, It's a warehouse in Whittier. It opened in the early, I believe, 60s. I'm sorry, I don't have my notes right with me. Uh, Bob Van Oosting and Leroy Schmaltz, love that name, Schmaltz, um, they both opened Oceanic Arts as a supplier for Polynesian things, including uh, thatch, matting. Uh, they, they carved their own tikis. They imported tikis. They had those uh, crazy float lamps, um, they had a bamboo lumber yard. You walked into this place and it was simply amazing. They have clothes. Bob and Leroy were both getting very, uh, they're getting on in age, so it was probably a good thing for them during the pandemic. A lot of things happened, um, and I actually got to visit them about two weeks before they announced they were closing, and there was no fanfare. There was no big thing of, hey, we're closing in a couple of weeks. It just said, we're not reopening over the Thanksgiving holiday. And that was pretty much it. And a lot of tiki people are sad. And I have to say I'm one of them because I used to love to go there. I'd take my kids and they, I would say, you guys want to go to the tiki store? And they knew exactly where. And we would go there on a Saturday and just walk around and look at things. And, you know, we'd We'd buy a few things here and there, a coconut or something, but they just 
loved it because it was another world. Sadly, it has closed. So I'm going to dedicate this show to Oceanic Arts. So I'm kind of kind of going to do some vintagey music and music that I've heard at Oceanic Arts. So sadly, that's that's where we are. Also, there's a bit of good news. The Maikai, which has been closed for quite some time due to a roof cave-in, has actually secured a partner who is helping them to rebuild the Maikai. Now, I don't know if it, how far the rebuild is, if it's repair or or what, but they, um, they have announced that they have secured a partner who is going to help finance the reconstruction or rebuild, and the Maikai is going to reopen. That is some very, very good news. Another announcement is the release of Arthur Lyman's last album, which is called Island Vibes. I have to say I didn't know much about this album, and I I don't think I had heard it until the announcement Uh, But it is being reissued on vinyl. I believe as the time you hear this, it will be out. Um, It is released digitally. You can find it. You can stream it on uh, like Spotify and that sort of thing. So I'm going to play a couple of tracks from that. Um, Also want to remind you that the Quiet Village Gift Shop is open. And, uh, you know, I did did the uh, the shot mug, the 100th anniversary. Sadly, that sold out. But I want to remind you that I do have bar coasters for the Quiet Village with logo, and they're pretty cool looking. They are the professional size and thickness of those those, uh, those pulp bar uh, bar coasters that you get in like real bar. I mean, these are not cheesy little paper cutouts. This is the real deal. Uh, they're, they will not break the bank, and they will look super cool on your home bar. So yes, I'm taking a moment to do some shameless plugs. So definitely go pick up... Um, they're sold in 24 packs, so two dozen bar coasters, and they will not break your bank. Go to the Quiet Village gift shop. Check that out, digitiki.com. Also, want to remind you, if you're listening to this right before Christmas, the Quiet Village Radio is going to be doing another year. We're going to be doing 48 hours of Christmas, which is going to be on Quiet Village Radio. Uh, you can hear it on your Alexa device, your smart devices, Sonos, all those other things, as well as you can stream it right from digitiki.com by going to the radio tab. Um, 48 hours going to start at 12 midnight Christmas Eve morning and running all through Christmas Day, Christmas night, until 11.59 Christmas night. Of course, that's Pacific time, so please keep in mind that if you're on the other side of the planet or if you're on the East Coast, it's going to be slightly different. It's um, so Pacific time. So let's get on with the tunes, and I'm going to do a little mini set of tunes that I used to hear when I would go into Oceanic Arts, and particularly this one artist. I'm going to play a couple from him. Charles Mau'u, or Charlie Mau'u. Sometimes he's billed as Charlie, sometimes Charles. Um, This recording, I believe, is from the 50s, probably early to mid-50s. It's mono. Um, I walked into Oceanic Arts one time on one of my first trips there, and they were playing this, and I absolutely loved it and it was not long after that of record collecting actually found the record that it was on simply by chance charles or charlie mauu m-a-u-u the album is polynesia it's on capital um it's mono it's beautiful cover of bare-breasted woman in these uh in these giant elephant ear leaves and it's called polynesia it's really really good so i'm going to do a little 
musical trip to uh, Oceanic Arts right here. And then we'll play some, a couple of tracks from that Arthur Lyman uh, uh, Island Vibes release right here on The Quiet. Oh, and by the way, don't don't miss the end. I'm going to do an uh, audio postcard from Oceanic Arts. So let's get started right here. Here's Charles Mau'u from from the album Polynesia, right here on The Quiet Village. Yorana Otopodua, itfareira, irotoitine, areareara. Thank you. 
There you go. There, I actually don't play a lot of Caribbean music. Uh, that was the Barbados Steel Drums doing Mary Ann. And right before that, from the album Polynesia, Charlie Mau'u doing two tracks, Vana Vana and the lead-off track to that album, which is called Tamure. 
and those are that is a great album if you find it get it um check it out it's it's available on streaming services as well last name is m a u u and it's either charlie or charles it depends on the release but you'll find it that way uh, on you'll, you'll find it either one and sometimes the album is a different title i don't know but uh it definitely is very cool tahitian music i really really dig that all right let's move on to the one that i was talking about in the intro the arthur lyman album which is called island vibes now i have to say i don't know much about this i checked it out on discogs there is a 1980 release for the album um other than that, I, you know, Jeff Chenault probably would be much better at this one. He probably knows more about this. Um, I, I'm going to have to ask him about it. But anyway, it's a really good album. It's just Arthur Lyman on Vibes. And the cool part about it is the album was released on as sides, and the songs are all kind of melded together with ocean sounds, which I think is fantastic. So uh, let's do a couple of tracks from Island Vibes, Arthur Lyman's last record which has actually been reissued on vinyl just recently so definitely check it out
Okay, a lovely tune there. Kicking off that set, two Arthur Lyman tracks from his album, his actually his last album, Island Vibes. That was uh, King's Serenade, followed by Hana, which had a little more of an exotica kind of a mood to it. But you can hear the, the ocean in the background, the water sounds, and that was the entire album. It's like that. It's one listening experience, side one and then side two. Really beautiful, and you know, you know, there's nobody else on there but Arthur Lyman. No, no bass, no, no drums, no percussion. It's very dreamy, and I, I really like that about Arthur Lyman. His stuff is very dreamy, anyway, and it's, it's really cool. That last track I also played in uh, commemoration of Oceanic Arts. That was called Bamboo Lullaby by Martin Denny from his '58 album Exotica Three. And uh, one of the reasons I played that for Oceanic Arts is because if you've ever been there, you walk in and you go around to your left past all the uh, the rental stuff into the back. There is a huge bamboo lumber yard, I guess you'd call it, all bamboo pole sizes, you know, from about the circumference of a quarter up to some as big as your thigh. I mean, big. And uh, I bought my share of bamboo poles from that place. So uh, I just thought I'd do that. All right, let's move on. Let's keep going with some more uh, some more vintage Hawaiian music that kind of give you that uh, oceanic arts feel. Here we go. In the wild wind of the Pali, here a Polynesian Oh, 
Okay, that was a lovely, mellow set there. I really enjoyed that. That, of course, track right there was the theme to the TV show Adventures in Paradise. Sadly, that show has never been actually put out on DVD or replayed on like Amazon Prime or any of those. Uh, I'd, I'd really love to see it anyway. Um, the theme song has been redone many times by many artists. That was Santo and Johnny from their 1961 album, Hawaii. So uh, it was pretty good. Uh, right before that, Hawaii Calls is the tune from Duke Kamoku. Not Duke Kahanamoku, but Duke Kamohu and his Islanders from the album uh, Golden Hawaii Hits. I believe that was 62. Uh, before that was Alika from Benjamin Rogers from his very vintage album, Driftin' and Dreamin' in Hawaii. And of course, kicking off that set, Polly Wind by none other than Sons of the Pioneers. Yes, the country guys who did a Hawaiian album called Sons of the Pioneers Visit the South Seas. And it's pretty good album so there you have it all right let's keep going with some more music that you kind of hear sometimes in oceanic arts here's some real tahitian music this is a classic track done by the uh royal tahitian dance company and i don't know why i haven't played any of their stuff before this is an lp i believe it's available digitally as well here is the tahitian standard called papio
One night at a mainland luau On a beach by a lovely bay It all brought memories of Hawaii As I heard somebody say I don't want to go back to Hawaii No, I don't want to go back again Let the scent of ginger blossoms fill the air Trade winds, gentle rains won't tempt me there I don't want to go back, not to Kona, or to Maui, or Laia I don't want to go back to Hawaii. I know if I go there again, I'll stay. I don't want to go back to Hawaii Cause I know if I go there again I'll stay Ernie Menahuni from his album On the Town. That was I Don't Want to Go Back to Hawaii, which most of us really do want to go back to Hawaii, but he was telling you why he didn't want to go back to Hawaii. Um, that, I want to talk really quickly about that album, Around the Town. That has just been reissued on CD, and I forgot to mention it in the news at the top of this episode, but I do want to really emphasize I know a lot of you are Ernie Minahuni fans. A lot of you record collectors have Ernie Minahuni records. Um, Frank Luna, who is the guy who has been entrusted by Ernie, who has sadly passed, I'm, I'm sorry to say, he was entrusted with Ernie's recordings, his master tapes, his multi-track masters, and he has been diligently digitizing all of them and slowly, <coughs> excuse me, slowly reissuing the albums on CD, and they sound fantastic. Uh, I did an interview with Frank Luna, if you want to check it out, a few episodes ago. Definitely, definitely check it out. I mean, he's a very sweet man. He's working very hard, basically non-profit. He is selling the CDs at a reasonable price, and it, it costs a lot to get it digitized. I mean, he's taking it to uh, professional places and having it mastered and, and, and digitized. So this is the real deal. 
So if you want to get one of these, and he did the first, I believe, the first three albums by Ernie Minahuni, Suntanned Irishman, um, uh, Aloha Land, and of course the Spanish Trails live album, those quickly completely sold out. He he released them through Zia Records in Tucson, which is basically like Tower Records for Arizona. They quickly sold out. Um, he finally went back and got more CDs pressed, but he's only selling them through himself. And if you want to get a hold of Frank, and I suggest you do, uh, he is, can be found on Facebook under the group name Fans of Ernie Minahuni. He's the proprietor of that group. Go there, message fans of Ernie Minahuni. His name's Frank. Tell him you heard it on the Quiet Village podcast and that you want to uh, order uh, the Ernie Minahuni CDs or CD that you're particularly looking for. He still has some. Get them before they're gone. They are rare and they sound fantastic. He's doing it old school where basically you send him the check, send him the money order, and he'll uh, send it in the mail to you. Uh, old school style. So he's doing it from his house. Um, I highly recommend it. So please, please do so. So well, let's go back to the, the tunes in that set. Right before that, we had Stealin' Moonlight from Speedy West, an artist I haven't played uh, before, and I'm not, not sure why. Uh, then we had the Hawaiian Troubadours before that with a song called Omi Umi. And then uh, one of my favorite Tahitian uh, standards, Papio, as done by the Royal Tahitian Dance Company from that classic uh, LP. My... My tie is empty. I hate to say it. That means we've come to the end of another visit here at the Quiet Village. But, and I've got a little bit more to go before we uh, completely say aloha and I sign off here. Uh, but before I do, I want to remind you, as usual, you can visit the Quiet Village at any time by going to digitiki.com. And you, from there, you can listen to Quiet Village Radio streaming 24-7. You can also hear Quiet Village Radio on your Alexa or Sonos or other smart device as well. You can also get a complete list of all the tracks on this and every past episode, including streaming past episodes. Um, but I hope you'll also subscribe on your, your podcast player. Okay, before we go, I want to talk a little bit more about Oceanic Arts. Their closing is really a major thing in Tiki. For those of you that may not really know Oceanic Arts that well, it's a store in Whittier that had nothing but Polynesian decor. Uh, they supplied movies and television. They they had a huge rental department, so you could rent essentially a giant backyard's worth of tiki's and um, uh, canoes and puffer fish lamps. I actually did that one time. I was living in a small apartment with a with a vaulted ceiling and uh, had a nine-foot umbrella I brought from my, my mom's house, took the, the canvas off of it and rented a nine-foot palapa, um, which is the thatch, put it on top and it looked like a hut. Uh, I rented a couple of giant tiki's and some puffer fish lamps and had a, had a party. It was wonderful. I went to Oceanic Arts quite a bit. Uh, I took my kids there on Saturdays sometimes, and they loved it. All I had to do was say, you know, let's go to the tiki store, and they knew. They loved to go there, and I loved to go there and look at everything and just peruse. It was something very, very special. Um, you know, I... 
I kind of thought, well, how do I kind of pay homage to oceanic arts? And you know, I could, I could have taken some interviews and uh, you know put them up here. I I did not interview Bob and Leroy, although I talked to them many times when I was there. Um, you know, it was a very casual thing. I'd be up at the counter, and uh, usually Bob would be the one to check me out. In fact, I uh, went. To Oceanic Arts two weeks before they closed. I actually went back uh, about two or three trips within the 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 couple weeks before they closed because I was I was teaking out my uh, patio and I need to buy some bamboo and uh, it, I just loved it. I just loved it, you know. And I would I would talk to Bob and about everything. He asked me, "Well, what are you working on? Because you're buying a lot of bamboo and some." Matting, and I said, "Well, I am taking up my back, my patio, and you know, who's always interested in it." And uh, but one of the things that I'm sure helped hasten, and this is just editorial on my part, was the fact the pandemic had really taken its toll. They couldn't be open for almost a year. When they did open up, we had another issue, which was also pandemic-driven, which was the backup of imported goods. And I, I know that many of you have been looking at the news uh, in the past few months about all these tankers and ocean, uh, these uh, cargo ships that were off the coast of Los Angeles that were waiting to be unloaded months. Um, some of their stuff was in there too. I mean, uh, Bob confided in me, he, you know, he, I was getting some bamboo and he said, well, you know, get it now because I don't know if we're going to have much. That's all we're getting because uh, he was saying the cargo containers had gone up. Uh, a cargo container full of bamboo had jumped up like 20 grand in price. So the cost was prohibitively expensive. So, it, you know, a lot of, a lot of different issues. Uh, I guess, I don't know. It was just time. I would love to hear uh, some people talking about it. I'm sure there's people that know a lot more about what, what happened. Um, but it was a very special place. I used to love to go there. And, and when you walked through that front door, it was like going to the Maikai or some other special tiki place. You literally were transported the minute you crossed that threshold and, and heard that giant beat from the door that sounded like a backing up Mack truck. Um, you'd walk in there to your right was the, the, the checkout counter, or the customer service desk where they'd write you up in the front, right in front of you standing there was a little water feature that was always running. And there were tiki's that were freshly carved over to your hard right was all of the rental stuff. And then to your right to the back was all the bamboo, you know, huge pieces down to little pieces. And of course there were aisles and aisles of carved wood and decorative items that were Polynesian. You were just soaking in it. So I suggest you go to YouTube and check out the videos of people's trips there and interviews. But in the meantime, I, being an audio guy, I'm going to leave you with an audio postcard of what it's like to walk in that front door and just stand there and take it all in. I Until next time, aloha. Oh, oh, oh.
Thank you. 